Hi guys, welcome to Jesse's Place Podcast Season 2. I'm so excited for you to be here. This is still a safe space where I, your resident realtor, discuss business tips, mom life, healing, empowerment, real estate, and everything in between. I'm born and raised in Brooklyn, East New York, and if you know, you know. Thank you, and let's get into it. Hi guys, welcome to a brand new episode of Jesse's Place Podcast. I'm so excited to have you guys here. On today's episode, we are going to be talking about home ownership goals, whether you're going to be buying this year, selling this year, or staying put. In a few short months, we will be in a brand new year, and this is the perfect time for you to start thinking about what you want your goals to be. Today's topic, I'm going to be talking about some tips about things that you can be doing if you are interested in purchasing a home and things that you should be doing if you are staying put or if you are going to be selling your home. As always, I'm your resident realtor and I wanna just get right into it. Um, as you guys know, I am a real estate agent. <laughs> and the passion behind being a real estate agent for me is that um, I have been on my own since I was 17 years old. I moved out of my home and I definitely suffered from home security where I did. I, I felt like, hmm, am I going to make it in these streets? And as I got older and I was able to, you know, get a couple jobs and work my way through school and things like that, I was able to find stability. And, you know, as a, as a young person out, you know, early on in life, you really got to kind of, you know, start from the ground up and learn as you go. So one of the passions and one of the reasons why I became a real estate agent and why I want to share the knowledge about your home ownership goals, whether you're buying, selling, or staying put, is because I want to be able to be the person that I needed when I wanted information about, you know, getting my first apartment and then years, 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 years later, getting my first home. So let's get right into it. And let's talk about your home ownership goals. Um, 2022 is upon us. 2022 will be a fantastic year. Um, I've got a lot of things coming up. And um, as we see over the last year, 2021, we saw a lot, a lot of moving during the pandemic because a lot of people are allowed to work from home now. And now that the world has reopened, uh, schools have started in in-person um, classes and um, a lot of the dining options have changed and things like that. Uh, we're seeing that people right now, people are prioritizing home ownership because we saw last year uh, through the pandemic that, hey, if we stay home, we got to enjoy where we live and we want to we really want to maximize the space that we have. So a lot of people, whether they're not purchasing a new home, they're looking at bigger apartments or they're looking at What's more important to them when it comes to their home ownership goals, whether they're renting, selling, buying, staying put, okay? So one of the first, one of the questions that I get a lot when it comes to home ownership goals is, gosh, where do I start, right? So because the the new year, 2022 is upon us, and maybe, you know, it's, it's 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 too soon for you to start um, thinking about what you should be doing, but once we see that there's a new year coming, a lot of people, especially myself, I'm like, wow, 2022 is coming. 2022 is in a few short months, you know, five months, six months. 
what can I do to maximize the time that I have left so that I'm, I'm, I'm running right out the gate for 2022. Right. So usually like, you know, health and career comes into mind, relationships or your finances. So when it comes to setting home ownership goals, definitely finance is going to be something that you're going to need to take into consideration. But right now, um, mortgage rates have been crazy, crazy, crazy low. If you listen to my other real estate podcasts, you know that I've had um, the opportunity to have an industry expert come on and discuss the loan process. Um, definitely check out that episode in season one. Um, and I will definitely have other industry experts later on in this season. But for today, I just wanted to focus on helping you set home ownership goals. Um, home buyers, the first thing you want to think about is improving your credit score, pay down some pay down some debt and save for a down payment. Um, as you know, I've made it very public in my social media that there are definitely lots of options in New Jersey to get down payment assistance. Also in New York, there are options to get down payment assistance. Wherever you're listening, please find out from your local state representatives, um, their, the state websites, the government websites, what down payment assistance programs are available to you. So that's for home buyers. If you are thinking about selling your home, all right, there are things that you need to do to maximize the what you'll get for your property. Uh, like, you know, making sure the space is maintained well, making sure that, you know, there's no paint looking all cracked up and peeling all over the place. You know, you want to make sure that the home is as presentable as possible and everything is what it needs to be and how it needs to be. You want to make sure that you're investing a little bit extra so that you can maximize um, the money that you'll get in return. And let's just say you're staying put where you're at for, for, for right now, right? Let's just say that you're renting or, you, or you're living in the home that you own and you're just staying put for a while. So as a homeowner, uh, make sure that you're establ establishing a budget for your home, okay? Make sure that you are on top of your maintenance for the home and that maybe you should be investing in a second property if you are not ready to um, uh, sell your own home. Um, as a renter, you should definitely be doing what any home buyer will be doing. Um, improve your your credit score. I've told you before in many different episodes, pay down your debt. Um, work on using revolving credit the smart way. If, if you've listened to my other podcast, I've given you tips on how to do that. So I'm not going to really get into that today. And also look into saving down uh, for a down payment. Because even if you do qualify for a grant program where you do get down payment assistance, you could use the money that you save to either furnish or move out of um, your existing space. So first things first for a home buyer, qualify for a better mortgage with a higher credit score. Um, uh, for a lot of the grant programs, you do need to have a base credit score, I think of 580 for some of them. And some of them I think is 620. Um, but if you're going for a conventional loan, it's going to help you to have a higher credit score. So your credit report highlights your current debt, right? Excuse me your bill paying history and other financial information. So if you've, you know, messed up in your rent before and it's been reported, that's going to show up. So you've got to be able to, you know, form some relationships with people, you know, write to the creditors, write to your former landlords, like, hey, is there a way that you can help me? You know, you want to be in good standing. Okay. And important, and this is important for your home buying journey. And it's also used by lenders and companies to calculate their, your credit score, which will determine if you qualify to obtain a mortgage. And a lot of time, a lot of people reach out to me um, and they're like, how can I get how can I get approved? 
I am not a mortgage lender. I am a real estate agent. I get to do the fun stuff with you. I get to take you and find your dream home, your dream apartment, whatever it is, your dream condo, you know, your, your dream storefront, whatever it is that, that you're looking for, I can place you there. But when it comes to your mortgage, you've got to do the work and I can introduce you to the people who can get you either approved or they can put you on track to, to getting approved, okay? So therefore, before you start house hunting, make sure your finances are in the best possible shape by checking your credit report and credit score. Okay, these are things that you can easily Google. This is not a sponsored podcast for these companies, but Equifax and TransUnion are one of the, the major um, credit report companies. And your credit score will be a number ranging between 300 and 900, right? Obviously, we don't want to be nowhere near 300. We want to be seven and better if you're going for a conventional loan. Generally speaking, a credit score of 725 or higher is considered to be very good to excellent. If your score is below 725, you might want to start working with someone, whether it's a financial advisor or writing to creditors or calling um, the credit report companies and asking them things that you can do to boost your score. So you want to get your score boosted months before you begin house hunting. So let's say, you know, 2022 is coming up in a couple months and you've got giving yourself a six month goal. Now would be the time. This episode is going to air sometime in September, October. So now would be the time for you to be doing that work so that when you are ready, you can just hit the, you know, hit the ground running and, and be ready to, you know, find that dream home. Okay. So one of the ways that you can do this is make sure you're paying your bills every month on time. Okay. You got to keep your credit balances low, at least less than 25%. They say 30, but I'm telling you 25% and avoid for applying for any type of big, huge credit options. So like, don't go looking at furniture and putting stuff on, uh, on, on finance. Op- no, don't do any of that yet. Don't do any of that until after you've closed. If you listen to the other mortgage podcast, I, we gave you rules, 12 things to do before before the closing of the home. So do not apply for anything major. Don't get a new car. Don't take out any crazy credit cards. You want to keep your, your debt to income ratio extremely low. So you want your, your income to be higher, way higher than your debt. Okay. Next thing that you're going to want to do is that you got to improve your credit health by paying down your debt. So if you have student loans, if you got credit card debt, if you have car payments that are taking up, tying up the amount of income that you have each month, that's hurting your buying power. Okay. That's telling the lenders that you can only afford a certain amount of home because so much of your income is going towards your debt. So you've got to, not only is it money that you can't spend on your new home, but it's showing them that your debt to income ratio also affects your also will affect how much home you can afford. So the less debt you have, the higher your credit score and the better mortgage you can obtain. So you can still obtain a mortgage with um, high debt, but it's you're not going to get a good interest rate. That's This is just what I've seen in the market. So the less debt that you have, the higher your credit score is going to be and the better mortgage you're going to obtain. So if you can pay off some of your debt in its entirety or like a low balance on credit cards, then apply that extra money you previously paid on that credit card to pay off bigger debt, like a car loan. So even if you can't pay off all your debt in full, reducing the balances of each account will definitely help you qualify for the best possible mortgage terms. Because like I said, even if 
even if you have um, a lot of income, but you have high debt, it's showing that you don't have enough income to pay those debts and pay for a home. That's what you're showing the, the mortgage lenders. So you've got to get the balance on that, okay? All right, next thing that you're going to want to do if you are um, house hunting, right? If you're looking to to have your a home, if, if home ownership is your goal, don't forget that buying a home requires some cash as well, okay? You got to create a financial safety net, net before applying for that mortgage. So remember, I, I mentioned that we do, I do know of grant um, down payment assistance programs but if you, for some reason, do not qualify for the programs, if you, it's, I'm telling you, it's imperative to have some monies saved up. Okay, so remember, don't forget that buying a home requires some cash as well. Regardless of whether or not you're going to get down payment assistance, the down pay payment is going to depend on the home's price. Okay, but commonly, the minimum is 5% for a purchase price of under 500K. And your closing costs are going to be anywhere from 2 to 3%. Okay? But then you're also going to need money. So let's say that you do qualify for down payment assistance. You're going to need money for moving expenses and any, you know, maintenance. Let's say you want to paint. Let's say you want to, you know, uh, fix some holes in the bathroom or something. Maybe you bought something that needs a little bit of work that's done to it. You're going to need money for that. Okay? And you never know what's going to pop up. So, and the pandemic taught us that. You never know when an unforeseen event is going to cause a job loss or drop in income, or you might have a health scare. You got to have some money to fall back on. So, you know, having some savings will definitely ensure that you can still pay your mortgage if something happens, right? Because if anything that the pandemic taught us is that nothing is safe. No, 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 not one income is safe. You need to have something to fall back on. I know that I was displaced out of work. Um, during early on in the pandemic, and uh, which led me to a whole new career, which I, you know, I'm grateful for. Um, but definitely, you know, these are, this is something you definitely need to think about, create a financial safety net before applying for that mortgage. Okay. And it's also going to show the mortgage lenders that you can, that you're responsible, that you can save money, that you're not living paycheck to paycheck. It's going to show them that you're a good prospect. Okay. So you got to dedicate some effort to building up money. You got to you got to cut down on unnecessary expenses. You got to get a little side hustle if you have to and consider having a portion of each paycheck automatically deposited into a separate account so that you don't touch it, you know, so that there's no temptation, like there's no spending. There's no spending, okay? If you listen to my other podcasts, you know I'm a frugal mama. I love to save money. I love to um excuse me. I love to save money and I love to be frugal as hell, okay? Okay, so if you are, okay, if you're going to sell your home, okay, um, right now would be the time to take advantage of the price increases at home. Because a lot of people who um, have to work from home because of the pandemic and everything, and a, lot of, a lot of um, companies are still allowing people to work from home indefinitely. So people are moving, you know, a lot of New Yorkers moved out of state, moved to New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and the surrounding states because they can just work from home. So obviously when there's an increase in want, the prices go up. So if you are currently a homeowner, th this is, you know, a homeowner's market, you can, you can really get, maximize your profit. Okay. But the sales price is not the only thing for you to consider, okay? Maybe you're not ready to sell your home yet because you don't want to uproot your kids. You know, it's a school year starting. You know, maybe you need to, you know, fix some things around the house. 
This means that there is no one month or season that is the perfect time for you to sell your home. Instead, the right timeline for you takes into account those two factors, okay? When is going to be the time that you're going to get the highest profit, okay? So make sure that you talk to a real estate agent like me that will tell you when will be the best time to consider selling your home, okay? Because that's that's going to be the first thing. You got to decide on when is the right time to sell your home. Second, boost your home's resale value by making your property shine. Make sure everything looks beautiful, paint, do all that good stuff, okay? And that's how you're going to be able to maximize. So if you have something that needs a you know, remodeling project, such as you want to upgrade your flooring, then maybe let's say you have a pet and you know they, they messed up your floor or something like that, maybe you need to paint, you know, look outside of your home. Maybe you need to put some plants in, or maybe you need to remove a dead tree, or maybe you need to, you know, uh, power wash the, 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 the outside of the home, or maybe you got to fix the cracks in the sidewalks. All those things are going to be able to help you add value to your home. And that can add value to your home. Like from, I'm talking about thousands of dollars in value, not just like hundreds thousands of dollars in value, depending on the area. Okay. Um, invest in your extra living space. So let's say you have, um, a basement or let's say you have a garage or let's say you have an extra room or let's say you have a foyer. If you are interested in selling your home, I would say for you to create a space where someone can work, make a home office. You want to make it so that people who are working from home, because Hey, one thing pandemic taught us is that a lot of people are allowed now to work from home. So people are looking for places where they can work from home. They want places that a lot of people like to just move in. We call it turnkey ready. As a real estate agent, you call like basically you open the door and boom, you just got to unpack your bags. A lot of people look at spaces like this and they're like, wow, this is perfect. So if you have a home that's already in good shape, try think about transforming one of those spaces into a home office. And that'll definitely, that'll definitely make it more attractive to a home buyer. So, if, so yeah, if you have an un, unutilized room, definitely consider turning it into an office, consider turning it into a gym. A lot of people, um, like myself went to the, go to the gym, um, something that's a multi-purpose, or maybe you can make it even to a classroom. I know a lot of children, um, during the pandemic were homeschooled. So consider making, a, an extra room, a multi-purpose room, um, use room. Okay. Um, okay. Let's see. Another thing is if you are a home, a homeowner, you gotta think about saving money with a home maintenance plan. So having a schedule of regular home maintenance will definitely help you save money in the long term. Okay. You'll avoid, you're going to avoid emergency fixes. If you've got a boiler that you haven't looked at, if you've got plumbing issues that you haven't looked at, save money now by taking care of it create a maintenance plan. You want to make sure that you're doing everything that you can to maximize your profit. Okay. So home buyers, again, I want to remind you, if you want to qualify for a better mortgage, you got to get a higher, better, a higher credit score. Um, if you want to improve your credit health, pay down your debt. If you want to um, create a financial safety net before applying for a mortgage, I implore you to do that because Regardless, if you get approved for a government-assisted grant program, you're going to need money for other expenses, like I mentioned before. Okay, um, let's see, what else? Home sellers, you got to pick the right time to sell your home. Boost your home's resale value by making your property look 
proper. <laughs> and then really quickly, I really wanted to get into um, some easy steps towards buying your first home, okay? Because I know firsthand that buying your home is going to be, one, it's going to be fun. As it's, it's, it's fun. It's fun because if you've never been through that process before, um, it, you, you get to, it's kind of like... Um, it's like, you know, you're going on a journey, you know, it's fun. You get to pick and choose the things that you like. And if you're someone like me who loves to decorate, it's just really fun. And it can, sometimes it's a little overwhelming because back then when I purchased my home, I didn't know, understand the process. Google was my best friend. I was scared to ask my real estate agent questions because I felt like, oh, I should know these questions already. You know, I should, um, I should uh, not be asking stupid questions, but in reality, Ask questions. That's what your real estate agent is there for. They do, you know, we don't know um, what you don't know, right? So no question is a stupid question. Always ask your real estate agent as a first time home buyer or a home buyer in general, whether you're selling your home or going into a new home or whatever, whatever your circumstances, ask your real estate agent. That's what they are there for. They are there to make sure their duty is to be of service to you. So my duty as a real estate agent is to be of service to you and ask, if I don't know the answers, I will direct you to the right person to get that answer. Okay. So just, I'm just going to give you some tips. If you're, if you have home ownership goals and uh, whether you're selling or buying our, my, our goals as real estate agent is to give you all the information you need to prepare for home ownership. Okay. That's it. That, that, that's all that we're, we're supposed to do. So here are some five um, steps into owning your dream home, okay? I, I went over them really quickly, but I want to go over them one more time so that it's very clear. You've got to review your financial situation. you got to see where you're at. you got to see where you're at financially, period, okay? That's it. you got to figure out where you are. you got to be honest with yourself, okay? And you've got to be able to know where you're at so that you can know how much home you can, you can afford. Because when I first started setting out to look for homes, I'm like, huh. I based it on what I was paying my rent. I didn't want to pay more than three times whatever my current rent was for my monthly mortgage. So I, I, I that's how I set my financial security up. But I don't know what that is for you. So your first thing you want to do is review your financial situation, okay? Before you go checking around for a mortgage loan and, and getting and start shopping for a loan, find out. So all, I, what you can do is put all your debts down, track your daily expenses, develop a financial plan, and focus on budgeting. Focus on budgeting, okay? Keyword, focus on budgeting, Okay. You want to make sure that you're establishing your own boundaries financially, okay? And if you're not good with money, get right with money. This is the time for you to do it. New year, new home, let's go. 2022, okay? Second, check the price range. How much home can you afford, okay? Once you are confident that you've got your money issues down packed and you know what your budget is, now you could decide how much money can you afford? A loan officer, a mortgage lender, they will tell you how much money you can afford. But before you even go down that route, write down your budget so that you can decide how much money, how much home you can afford. Okay? You got to really, because when you when you sit down with a loan officer, you got to be able to discuss your options. They're going to tell you, oh, if you take this loan, this is how much it's going to cost you. If you take this type of loan, this is how much this is going to cost you. You've got to be able to know how much you can afford to do that because numbers sometimes when it's in front of you, it gets very, very confusing. Um, 
I'm sorry, that's my other phone. <laughs> um, I get really passionate about this because I feel like a lot of people don't understand the process. Um, I didn't understand the process when I first did it. And this is what I'm here for. This is why I'm so passionate about this. And then after you did that, after you did your budgeting, after you spoke to a loan officer and you decided between, you know, the type of loan that you want to get and, and you know how much home you can afford, that's the fun part. You contact someone like me. If, if it's not me, you contact your local real estate agent and you talk about choosing your first home, you know, have an open mind. It's kind of like trying on wedding dresses. It's kind of like, you know, you have an idea of what you want, but you're like, hmm, I want a one family, but you know what? Maybe I want an income property. Maybe I want my first home to be a property that I could, you know, rent out the first floor and live on the second floor or rent out the second floor and live on the first floor. If you know how much home you can afford, that's going to help you decide whether you want a single family, a multifamily. It'll help you decide if you want a townhouse, a condominium. Man, there's just so many different options for you to get, okay? As a professional, I can definitely help you with the, you know, what's what's what are your better options in regards to where you see yourself with your family or on your own or whatever it is, I can help you, you know, do that. Help you make that decision. But ultimately the decision is yours. But if you know how much you can afford, it's a lot easier. So if you are a first-time home buyer, you got to make sure that you are creating a competitive offer. Um with the market being the way that it is, Houses get snatched up so quick. That's me snapping my fingers. So quick. So the first thing that you want to do is you want to be competitive and you want to have an agent who's going to you know, advocate for you and say, hey, you know, this is their offer and, and you know, go out there and hustle for you. But you got to also make sure that if you're putting in a competitive offer that you can afford to do what you're doing. Okay. And then after you've picked your home, you put the offer in, it was accepted. Guess what? You prepare for your closing. You prepare to sign those papers on the dotted line and say, this is my home and I'm moving in. But remember, don't make any big purchases until the you have gotten those keys in your hand. Do not buy no furniture. Do not lease a car. Do not finance a car. Do not nothing, 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 nothing. You make sure that you don't spend any extra dime on anything until you have the keys in your hand, the, the title, and everything is closed, everything is done, and that's it. Okay, so those are some things that I want you to think about. Those are five things that I want you to think about when you are going down those steps into getting into your dream home. I know that I get too excited and I talk so fast when I'm talking about home ownership, but I genuinely believe that now more than ever, home ownership is just something that is so important, especially over this last year. It feels good to come home to a space where, you know, it's yours. You know, whether it's an investment property or whether it's somewhere that you live with your home or you live with your where you live with your family or you live with your extended family or you live with roommates or whoever it is that you are making a home with. It just feels good to have something that's yours. And I am just so blessed to be able to be a part of that, um, making home ownership dreams come true. It has been truly a blessing. And as always, I'm here for you. Um, please reach out to me with any questions. And if you have any home ownership goals this year or home selling um, goals this year, tell me what they are. I'd love to go back and forth with you. Um, as always, stay tuned for more, 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 more content coming up. Uh, I've got some really fun stuff and I cannot wait to hear from you guys. And I will definitely be back soon. And as always... 
Remember, challenge yourself to become the person you want to become. Stretch and be ready to fail. Always remember that the right people will value you in the right way. Practice humility. And when you make room to speak about what exists in the present, you no longer have time for the past. Live your life purposefully and with intention. Manifest. Stay blessed. Till next time. Subscribe. Leave a message. Leave a review. And as always, I thank you.